We're all here to ride the MSL wave, the mental strength league. I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show. A lot, seeing a lot of regulars joining in, tuning in and dialing in with that mental strength. Ooh, just spam that heart button if you got it. If you're feeling, if you're feeling froggy, I'm excited for today. Uh, really, just jumping into a lot. I am your host, Quincy Marqua, 11-year MLS pro, um, current. Uh, free agent would be in my 12th year, but I'm still, still in my free agency year due to the whole uh, situation that we're still in the process of getting our way back to. But uh, fortunately, the MLS has finally come to terms with the MLSPA and ratified. Uh, Kevin, what's going on, brother? Um, ratified the CBA, which should have been ratified originally, but I'm sure we could get into that in other ways. Uh, throughout this call as well too, um, but the there's been an agreement of a coming back to play with the official Orlando tournament here at the end of the month. Um, so those of you who are followers of the MLS, what have your guys' thoughts been so far? Have you been following what's been going on? And then more importantly, I'd say, and if you haven't, let me pull up the graphic. I thought I had all the graphics already set up and ready to go, but I guess... Um, it did, it duplicated, it did duplicate, uh, Earl Edwards Jr. joining in, uh, what's going on, man, everybody say hello to him as well, oh, I'm seeing, uh, Akeem Ward has also joined in, thanks for joining in, guys, I appreciate that, like I said, everybody, if you join in every Thursday, 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST, not only do you get to ask your questions, um, of an 11 year plus MLS pro, but you'll also see other pros in the comment section joining in, answering you guys' question, uh, joining in on the community and uh, sharing their their knowledge with you. So let's see what we got here. So what I was, there we go. So let's switch that up. There we go. So for those of you who are not aware, have not read the article that I published over on perfectsoccerskills.com, um, I, I did that a couple of days ago. I realized a lot of individuals who are casual fans of the MLS or are wanting to become more involved in the MLS, see the MLS grow, or just more, more so see soccer in America grow, not necessarily just MLS. Um, the article that I published over on PerfectSoccerSkills.com titled, What I Would Say to Don Garber and the MLS Player Pool If I Were Still Considered a Part of the MLS. Uh, consider this a the extreme crash course in understanding the perspective of the league and Don Garber and the uh, who is the commissioner of the MLS and the the general perspective of the player pool and the wide degree of diversity amongst the player pool and uh, how that relationship has unfolded over time as well as the uh, difficulties in finding common ground and a balance in terms of that entire negotiation process which is the collective bargaining agreement, which is the CBA for those of you who are not aware. Um, I think on top of that as well, too, there's there's microcosms of the player pool. And um, I think the overall representation of the player pool has been fragmented as well in its own ways. And I think with the current state of the world and what's going on, I believe people are finally becoming more aware of the systemic issues that are that are prevalent um, just in the world, uh, and uh, in in this case specifically within the soccer world itself, I think there's a lot of limitations because of the pay-to-play system, 
and how that creates and breeds its own um, long-term problems. But as you guys know, we're over here developing that long-term winner's mindset. And the MSO mentality, the Mental Strength League mentality is one that helps you operate whether you are on, regardless of whichever side you're on, which means it's meant to help everybody. Consider it, think of it like um, a mental, mental software update for the new world. Everyone says we're a part of the information age. They recognize and realize we're a part of the information age. But what does that mean? And how do you operate in it? And how do you thrive and survive in it? Well, those of you who are apart and have been down with the MSL for a while, you guys understand what we stand for, what we represent. You've watched, listened to the three S's of self-awareness talk, um, perfectsoccerskills.com slash SSS. If you're listening, you don't know what I'm referencing or talking about. And you understand um, that personal responsibility is, is something that, in our belief, will only become exponentially more valuable as time goes on with kind of how the world is adapting to understanding the changes that have taken place. So we had to throw it back a little bit with a little United States of America t-shirt. Shout out Matt, Matt Watson, the originator, uh, original designer on the Perfect Soccer brand. Uh, but uh, if anybody's had a chance to read the article that I'm sharing, you'll see the graphic here on the screen. Uh, for those of you who are listening on the podcast, I've got the graphic up on the screen for the article. I'd love to see you guys drop a little bit of that below. And uh, we'll just we'll just really start getting into it. I think uh, a couple pros might be dropping in um, throughout the call. So if and when they do, uh, we'll get them we'll get them in here. But uh, while we're waiting on that, let's uh, let's make sure we're asking some questions. So let's see what we got here. Um, MLS dot the rebel asks, why do you put yourself through all of this and what wants you, what makes you want to continue it? That is a great question. And that is a question I ask myself all the time. And, um, I guess the simplest way I can, I can put it is when I got started playing professional soccer and the way that I was looking at it, I didn't understand why guys did not understand me. And, um, I wanted to understand why. And if anybody has a personal relationship with me or has had any type of personal experience with me in the past, um, I don't think it's a far stretch to say that I'm probably a pretty competitive person and um, I want to win. And by, by saying I want to win, what I mean is I want to understand. And if I don't understand something, I want to do any amount of work necessary to figure out and understand why I don't understand. And um, that drive, that focus um, is what I refer back to as to why I put myself through all this uh, because I want to figure out and understand, am I putting myself through it or is someone else putting me through it for me? And uh, not sure if, those of you on the, the call understand that question or have gotten to that space in time and that experience, but that curiosity of wanting to know is, 
I'd say it's that's got to be a, a large driving factor because at the end of the day, I don't know what will result of it. And I think a lot of people believe I'm only doing it for a particular outcome that will benefit me or because there's something I want specifically um, in terms of like material or monetary. I believe those things will come as a result of providing a good service, a product or, you know, um, to to people. So it's not that I don't believe that those things won't happen or I'm not doing it without the idea or thought that they could. But if I'm if I'm directly saying what is it that I'm hoping to accomplish or have a be be the result of this and it's really it's really saying I've been a strong believer and advocate, I guess, for not being put into a box. I don't want someone to define for me what I am or am not capable of doing because of who they believe me to be, what they think I have or haven't done in the past, or how they perceive me. And I think uh, tying that to the greater issue that's finally being discussed a lot more here um, with with relation to uh, race, I think a lot of people are are much more open to the idea of having this conversation, uh, mainly because I think people have gotten to a point where they can no longer deny the the unfair nature in which certain things are or have or are taking place. So um, I think that's kind of a good tie into kind of a throwback to episode 48 of the Hashtag Ask the Soccer Bro Show when we discussed and covered um, dealing with racism, different ways in which we... Uh, I know many individuals in the community have experienced that in their own way. I know others have been a part of organizations where they've seen it happen firsthand. And I, I think I'm getting a lot more questions and uh, questions, especially from some of my uh, my white friends and followers as to what they can do and how they can help. and And more so seeing a lot of individuals now expressing on their platforms that they've seen a lot of these things over time and they've been complicit in their silence and dismissive of it for whatever reason. And I think you guys know we talk a lot about it here. The truth is true whether you believe it or not. And and in the MSL, we remain committed to, uh, committed to doing the work we know we need to or we believe we need to to, to understand. So... Good question. I, I, I appreciated that. Uh, Joe said, yes, I remember that. Uh, I remember that one. Uh, soccer HQ, uh, soccer underscore HQ underscore owner. And asked, will you help the little kids reach pro by being a coach? I believe I'm helping, uh, helping kids who want to be pro or, or, you know, older individuals who are interested in being pro right now through this online coaching, online mentorship, um, uh, breaking down the MSL mentality, the AmeriCorps process, the three S's of self-awareness, and sharing it with you guys here free on the platform every Thursday, 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST, and answering your questions. Uh, Connor McCorm- uh, Con- uh, Connor MC42 said, Quincy for president. Hey, you never know. Maybe one one day, you know what I mean? If the, if the people demand it. Let's see... Love seeing everybody in the comment section join in. Uh, Victor Bernardez, shout out Victor, he joined in. Uh, PG Sports, Paul, 
uh, is down in there. Uh, I'm not sure, Ryan, if I if I had shouted you out or not. Ryan, B Pro General Manager, Ryan Mash is in there. Answer you guys' questions as well to you. Uh, Heather asked Quincy, what is your favorite perfect soccer shirt, hats, etc.? Ooh, that's a good question. I like I like the like the I'm in your head the, the I'm in your head pattern where it's just kind of going all the way down but it's like stripes so like from far it looks like kind of a striped shirt but then as you get close you can see that I like that one a lot I like obviously I like this hat you guys have been noticing me rocking this hat a lot in these last I don't know five or five plus episodes um, the new updated ball is pretty dope. Um, uh, Heather also said, what's your favorite perfect soccer shirt? Oh, sir, that was the same question. <laughs> Sorry, I scrolled up and and saw that. Um, yeah, the new match ball, I had one in here, uh, but that one's that one's dope, I like that one a lot. Uh, Griffin Yao joined in. Shout out Griffin, thanks for joining in, brother. Love seeing you uh, support. And show love. Let's see what we got here. So we got a fan calling in. Let's see how we do this. Here. I'll let you call in, get your question answered. Ah. Uh, I don't know. Half the time when you guys try to call in and then you once you get the call, you duck out. I don't know why you're being kind of scared. Let's see what we got here. Um, O-L-E-G-G-R-Y-M-A-Y-L-O asked, my son is 12 years old, trains five times a week, very good at center forward. How do I get him to the right? It didn't continue, but I'm going to assume you're saying get him to the right organization or the right situation. Um, first, I'd say make sure he creates himself a Perfect Soccer team membership account by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. Uh, create yourself a free account. Um and go through the go through and read the Perfect Soccer Player Blueprint, that book in the training center. Then read the College Soccer Recruiting Blueprint as well too. So I don't know if you, how to get them to the right college, the right whatever. Uh, understanding the entire recruitment process at the collegiate level, high school level, and then also the professional ranks is important. That way you can understand where you have an advantage or where you have disadvantages and you can attack it the, the appropriate way. I think the fact that you're joining in on the live, you're sending in your questions and you're asking how to go about doing it is a great first step is great start, but understanding the process in entirety. Oh, there you go. So perfect soccer player blueprint. You can get yourself a free physical copy. Uh, we've just recently updated the book as well too. the physical copy of the book. This is obviously one of the older versions and you can see. Uh, yeah. So as you guys can tell, as I learn and grow, as we learn and grow, we take notes, document our experiences, update, update what we're doing and how we're going about doing it and um, uh, reflect those changes in the book as time goes on. So when you create your Perfect Soccer Team membership um, access, you're also getting access to all the updates that we're doing in the future as well too. So uh, for those of you who have a Perfect Soccer Team membership account, Drop down in the comment section what you've gotten, gotten out of your membership, what you've enjoyed, uh, what you've liked. Also, what you don't like about it, because you guys know. Feedback. We need that feedback. Everyone's spamming that heart button, loving seeing that. 
uh, and we'll go through, we'll see more questions and we'll see if any of you are also wanting to call in while we're at it. Let's see. Jordan asks, can you talk on why elite players see the game different from average players? Yeah, so let's set context. Let's set context. How do I break this down? Um, simply, can you talk on why elite players see the game different than average players and below average players? So let's say in general, when you show up into new space to do anything new, something you've never done before, You make the mistake because you have no real frame of reference of trying to pay attention to everything all at one time. So you get information overload. It's just everything all at once. You think everything's important. And because you think everything's important, you're splitting up your mental energy and your mental capacity at, on everything. And uh, I don't know if I've shared this before directly on the show, but I've, I've talked about it with uh, players in the past, but expertise, in my opinion, is knowing what not to do, not what to do. So let me say that again. Expertise is knowing what not to do, not necessarily what to do. So let's really break it down. Let's say when you walk into something new, let's say there's a hundred things that you could do at once. That's the information overload. When you're a novice, when you're a lower level player, there's a hundred things you're trying to pay attention to all 100 at one time. When you're an average player, you realize you can ignore 50% of everything. When you're above average player, you realize you can ignore 75%. When you're a higher level player, you can realize you can ignore 90%. And when you're an elite level player or elite level, elite, elite level, you know you can ignore 99%. So if you're breaking it down in that manner, the elite top level individual knows that if they focus on this one thing, everything else becomes easier as a result of it. And they can now, rather than uh, disperse the 99% of their energy on all the other things that aren't as important, they focus in on the one thing that is most important. And that's difficult for people to, most people are focusing on more than one thing at one particular time. You're walking into situations, are you looking for the one thing that you can, are you trying to break something down into the one thing that's most accurate? and then committing your time, effort, and energy there? Or are you, are you spreading yourself very thin because you think multitasking and doing everything yourself and doing everything at once is uh, the best way to go about doing it? And um, I'm not saying that, I'm, not, I'm an individual who likes to do a lot of things and you guys can tell and see on the account, I'm probably doing too many things at one time. Yo, what up, Tommy Thompson joined in on the live as well too. He's dropping in to see what's going on. Uh, so, uh, my, my main point is the elite, elite level players, individuals understand that and they come to the decision early on in their process of committing to that one thing. Now it doesn't mean it will pan out and it will work out for them, but you're in greatly increasing the chances that it does the sooner you make that commitment and the longer you remain committed to it for. So um, a great example of why my focus is mentality mindset. 
I might not be as technically gifted as my teammates around me. I might not be as um, athletic or fast or as fit, but I believe mentally I am on a level that most, if not all other players cannot operate on. And I believe that because of that focus for as long as I've been focused on it for, all the other things, though I believe I get exponential results out of the, my focus on, on the mentality and the fact that I decided to focus in on that so early on in my career. Um, I took the risk of thinking that applying my energy and focus there will yield me a greater result than applying my focus on what I believe most players spent all their time on, which is just the physical aspect of the game. So that's a great question. And if you guys are picking up what I'm putting down, drop some I'm in your head emojis in the, in the screen. Let me know uh, your thoughts on, uh, on that. And let's see what else we've got in here and uh, something else that I was wanting to bring up. Heather said, interesting. Yeah, what are you guys' thoughts and feedback on that, kind of that breakdown? Uh, good question that came in. J-M-E-C-A-Z-A-L-E-Z uh, -E -E gave the thumbs up. Heather dropped in the I'm in your head emojis twice. <laughs> I'm loving that. T, T gave me the silly I'm in your head emojis. Tina, Tay, four I'm in your head emojis. Akeem, Akeem Ward's even in, in here dropping that, hearing what we're talking about. Cozy. Uh, yeah, so that's a great question. And hopefully that broke that down a little bit. So let's see what we also got over here. Cause I was thinking this. So we're wanting to, I'm liking, I, I realized, you know what, everybody, there's a lot of uh, stuff going on. I, I see a lot of things online in the comment sections and stuff. And I, I'm realizing now I can share that here with you guys on the show, showing you guys the graphics and stuff. Shout out to Todor for making the, uh, the, the dope meme. And there's a couple things that I wanted to point out. Okay, so which was interesting to me, especially something that Taylor Twelman had said on Twitter earlier this week. Um, K23Hampton said, I got the recommendation from Quincy and his financial literacy newsletter. I'm happy to see that you're going through that um, and, and up-leveling your financial literacy, literacy, your literacy skills. I know John Hollinger is going through it as well, too. Um, Soccer HQ 09 said, the season goes on. Yes, you know it does. Uh, Joe Jackson said, never really heard it like that before, but makes a lot of sense. If you are able to focus on less things, you can hone in on them and master those areas. Uh, K23 Hampton said 100% agree, Earl, it's an amazing read. Uh, John Hollinger said good stuff. So what would working, um, so what would working on your own business take away of your focus? Okay, uh, John said, okay, here you go. This is a good one. So John had said good stuff. So what would working on your own business take away of your focus then? Well, if my, if my business is in alignment with my focus on mindset, when I'm working on my business, I'm working on my mindset. So we talk a lot here about the AmeriCorps process. That is in the, the first three steps of the AmeriCorps process is the three S's of self-awareness, right? Self-honesty, self-initiative, self-accountability. 
uh, goal oriented. So setting goals, teamwork, community, that's you guys here. Teamwork equals dream work, attention to details, which is remaining focused on, uh, on, on what got us here and how we're going to get there. And then the ultimate one, passion or fun, enjoyment, loving what it is that we do. And, and at the very, at the end of the day, if we're focused on pursuing our passion, if we don't reach a super high level or are successful in the eyes of others, we enjoyed the process, we learned from it, we grew from it. So there's no way that we can lose. That's why you guys see, you can't stop us. MSL, Mental Strength League, we are in your head because we can't lose. We're focused on our passion. We're building a community. We're working together. We're collaborating. We're, we're, we're setting goals. Uh, we're working together as a team, but more importantly, we're taking personal responsibility for our future, for our, our individual and collective goals. So, so that's a mindset. That's a mentality. That's, that's a belief system. That's something you either are on board with or you're not. You're committed to or you're not. You're doing the work or you're not. You can say you're doing the work, but that, but if you're not backing it up with doing the work, it doesn't mean anything. And I, I believe that that's a, that's something that I want to especially highlight to individuals who have come to the decision that they haven't done enough in the past, or they haven't been active or vocal, or they haven't called things out that they know to be wrong. Um, but now they realize the error in their way. And that's necessary in the process. You have to make mistakes or you have to do things to then be able to self-reflect on them in the future and come to the conclusion on whether that was the right course of action or if it was a mistake. And if you're deciding that what you have been doing up to this point or what you haven't been doing up to this point has been in alignment with how, who you want to be moving forward, who you see yourself as when you look in the mirror, or uh, you realize you've been lying to yourself as to who you are and what it is that you do or you're willing to do, and you've made a commitment to being different, to doing more, then it's not a commitment that is just said by doing a social media post. Oh, I, I posted, I, I'm change, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. No, it's, it's doing the post and then posting what you're committed to doing here moving forward and then taking action to remain committed to it here moving forward. So specifically, let me get very specific because many people say, well, I, what do you mean? I'm saying, if you believe that you have not been doing enough in the past, well, one, you need to make up for the work that you didn't do. So there's that work that you need to do. Then there's the work that you need to do here moving forward, which means it's more than what you've done. So you have work that you have to get done and the work you're going to do here moving forward. And you have to remain committed to that here moving forward. So if you've decided that, um, for instance, you need to, um, I've seen a lot of individuals saying that they've been silent as to uh, not calling out racism or discrimination when they've seen it or, or, um, and that they're, they're supporting of the Black Lives Matter movement or just more so uh, hearing Black people's experiences and not denying their experiences any longer, then that's not something that just lasts for a week. That's not just something that comes to one social media post. If you're saying that you want to do different and you commit to doing different, then you're doing the one social media post and you're committing to doing an additional social media post every day for the next six months just to make up for what you didn't do up to this point. And then after you've done that for six months, you'll then have enough experience having listened for the first time ever to people who might not look like you or sound like you or have a different perspective or experience than yours to then come to a conclusion as to what you will like to do next or what you'd like to commit to next. 
but I definitely want to make sure I'm uh, calling out the individuals who are saying they're, they're, they're about that action, they're about change, they're about doing whatever's necessary, especially these individuals who have these platforms, have been speaking a bunch of nonsense for time, which has been the reason why this system has been created in the way that it has, which is why which is what has not allowed individuals to have access to the opportunities that every uh, chance of having an opportunity for, um, then if you're not committed to doing that, just say you're not. We don't need to hear your, your fake messages anymore. People have woken up. People understand that uh, messages with no action behind it, no commitment, no consistency over time, you don't just show up today, you show up tomorrow and the next day and two weeks from now and a month from now. And even if people still don't believe you yet, you show up three months from now and six months from now. It's commitment. It's not commitment only if things go my way and it's perfect for me and it's just how I want it to be and it looks how I want it to look. No, it's commitment. You're either committed or you're not. And if you're not, that's okay but not if you say you are and then you aren't. That's the problem. Self-accountability, that's what's been lacking in the MLS system. That's what's been lacking in the broader system because people haven't seen what self-accountability looks like because the individuals who do have these platforms who are speaking regularly, educating the audience on a daily basis, whether they believe it, know they are or, or aren't, are not admitting when they're wrong, expressing and showing how they've been wrong in the past, and they're not doing the work to make up for the ways in which they're wrong. They're not listening to anybody other than themselves. And when you listen to your own BS for long enough, hey, what was it? T Scarface, Tony said, don't get high on your own supply. It'll be your downfall. But yeah. That was... Uh... That was just how I'm seeing it, you know, one man's perspective. Um, happy to have conversations and dialogues with, dialogue with individuals about their perspective and see how I may be wrong, what I might not fully understand, so that I can be better, because that's the goal, to improve. Um, Let's see. So I think I'd put it up here on the on the screen of what Taylor Taylor had said. He'd said, um, as I've stated on ESPN Radio and Sports Center for the last. Let's see if I can flip it because now it's to there. As I've said on ESPN Radio and Sports Center for the last eight weeks, a global pandemic means change and compromise for everyone. But as pro athletes and owners, if you make it about future pay and uh, play and pay, you will lose your paying customers because they don't have the time for it. And that's interesting. Um, that's just a very interesting perspective for him to share at this particular time, because the only thing that people have at this moment in time is time. Um, so uh, I had responded, so I'd be happy to discuss this with him, because I want to better understand where he's coming from. And uh, Yeah, you guys will be able to see over on Twitter. The thing's too small, and I don't have my secondary. 
my secondary one. Maybe I can pull up my computer here. Because, yeah, I, I guess I know I'm seeing half this stuff that individuals are saying, and a lot of people aren't necessarily able to keep up on all the moving parts and what's happening all the time, which is why we um, took the time to write that, that first um, that first article. So if you guys haven't read that article, definitely read that article, share it with uh, friends and family, uh, especially individuals who are interested in maybe learning more about the league or the, the soccer system in general. But let's see what we got here. But yeah, let's see what else we've got here in terms of. Okay, so uh, Jordan Yo Yo Y O J X R D A N asks, "What do you think of players like Griffin and Alfonso Davies do differently from other young players to reach the level they're at?" Oh. What do they do differently? Well, I, I can't speak to Alfonso Davies because I don't know him personally. I don't have any personal experience with him. Um, but with Griffin, I think Griffin is a very talented player, and he is open to to learning. He's open to the idea that he can be wrong and doesn't know everything, which is a valuable skill to have. One that allows you the opportunity and ability to, to improve. Um, I think a huge advantage that Griffin has is um, I haven't yet met his parents personally, but I, I can tell that he has a very strong support system at home. He has a family that is uh, very much behind him. And I believe he says he has an older brother who plays as well too. Um, uh, for me, it's uh, for me, it seems like Griffin has a very strong support system that has been dedicated to helping him maximize his potential. And then on top of that, Griffin also has an open mentality and mindset and a willingness to put in the work and get better. So I believe not everyone might, not everyone may have access to the support system or a support system to help them um, get to whatever level that they're, they're choosing to, but everyone does have the potential to have that open-minded um, uh, mindset, uh, a willingness and hunger and thirst to learn and get better. And, uh, the willingness on their own to improve their skills over time. And we've discussed this in previous episodes where I've discussed and said that your, uh, your disadvantage becomes your advantage in a long term, in the long term. And the less you have starting out, if you're able to, the less you have starting out, the greater advantage you have in the long run the longer you learn to hang around and stick around. So I think a lot of people, a lot of players look at not having access to certain things or not having the support system or the advantages that other people around them may have as a reason to not try or a reason for it to, yeah, for a reason to not try. Um, but the lower you start, the less you have, the greater appreciation you'll have as time goes on and the, the greater advantage it will become to, for you in the future because you'll, you'll always remember where you started. You always remember where you start. And if you started at the bottom, you know what the bottom is. You know what that looks like. You're Bane, right? You're, you're born in the darkness, molded by it. It seems like that's the theme 
these last couple of weeks, right? Embrace that. Embrace your disadvantages. See those. Uh, see those as uh, as an armor, as as an advantage, as as something that gives you the opportunity to be stronger. But um, O L E G G Y O L E G G R Y M A Y L O asked, um, "How did you go pro?" Um, I broke. I actually broke down how I went pro. If you go over to PerfectSoccerSkills.com and uh, you type in the search bar at the top there, um, how I went from thinking I'd never play soccer again to becoming a professional soccer player. I've, I've written an entire article breaking down that process of how I went pro, which is um, which will get you that full summary. And I like to make sure we're uh, fully taking advantage of the time that we have on the call. So I'm not re-bringing all that up. Chris Adoy joined in the live, showing some love. What's going on, brother? How are you doing? Thanks for stopping by, seeing what's going on on this side. Let's see what we got as well here. Uh, Chris was just recent on the most, was it the most recent episode of the Perfect Soccer podcast? So make sure you guys check that out. Over on PerfectSoccerSkills.com, you all also can subscribe to PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash radio and listen to his path to the pro level. Let's see. Oh, man. I thought this was interesting as well, too. Over in the comment section. I'm, I'm enjoying seeing you guys over in the comment sections, participating in the comment section, sharing your thoughts, sharing your feedback, um, and as, especially over on Twitter. I'm trying to be a little bit more active on Twitter it makes it a bit easier for me to um, continue to engage with you guys, answer your questions, get information over to you. So please continue doing so. But yeah, hey, Jalen joining in as well too said, "You the goat, Quincy uh, Black King with the with the uh, uh, crown." I'm loving that. Thank you very much, brother. I appreciate that. Um, I'm looking forward to a lot of the things that we're working on here to bring players together to better be heard and understood and, and uh, more fairly represented. Let's see questions here. We got those. You guys got more questions dropping them in there. Let's see what we got here. And uh, we've got about 20 plus minutes, 20, a couple, like 23 minutes here left before uh, that's a wrap for the show. If any of you guys are trying to call in with some questions, uh, I'm also leaving that open to some of you pros that are in the live as well, too. If you guys want to hop in for two or three minutes, ask a question, share what's going on on your side of the world. Love to have you guys drop in, but while I'm waiting on any of those potential calls to come in, John Hollinger had asked, examples of mentally challenging things you do deliberately to prepare yourself. Oh, so it's a good one. So I shared this a lot in the past that uh, if you can't argue the counter narrative or a counter perspective to your opinion or how you feel about something, I don't believe you spent enough time thinking about it yet. So 
to be to be so adamant about sharing it with others. So I spend a lot of my time trying to tear down my own ideas, my own thoughts, my own systems, um, because I want to be able to. I want to be able to have the ability to see the flaws in my own thinking, see the see the hypocrisy in my own my own philosophies, my own modes of operating. Yeah, modes of operating. So that I can come to a conclusion and decision on if that's what I believe in and I'm committed to um, I'm committed to for the long term in terms of I want to be able to look back just as I am able to now at where I started and know that I've made a lot of mistakes. I didn't know everything when I started out, but I'm, but my intention was in the right place. My intent was the right place. And I remained committed to that intent. And I can now looking back at that, acknowledge the ways in which I was wrong, acknowledge the ways in which I could be misunderstood and, and, better refine my, my systems, my processes, my mean, my mode of thinking and, and how I operate here moving forward. So um, sometimes I'm knowingly, consciously, I'm unconsciously making it difficult on myself, tying it to uh, what we talked about when we broke down ex new experiences in the beginning um, and to be more specific. So I had to talk my way through it so I could better describe it to you guys so you could better understand where I'm coming from. So, uh, exam a, a specific hard example of how um, I make a mentally challenge. Uh, I make something more mentally challenging deliberately to prepare myself is I show up to a new environment, a new system, a new team, a new organization, and approach it as if I'm a rookie and I take in all 100 of the information. So we just talked about this. For um, things to be seen, you take in 100. At the elite level, you find you're focused on the one thing. Every time I show up. I deliberately make it so that I'm taking in a hundred. I overwhelm myself. I try to consume all information all at one time, the same way in which you would when you're, when you're showing up as a rookie. Now, in the short term, you are the dumbest person in the room. You're an idiot. You don't know what's going on. But over time, I've refined my system and process to get me through from the 100 down to the 50 down to the 25 to the 10 to the one so i'm deliberately and purposely putting myself in the situation on 100 and i'm using the americo process the process that i share with you guys the three s's of self-awareness and the remaining steps of the process to then quickly go from i'm taking in all 100 i'm unbiased as best as i possibly can be I'm completely ignorant as to what's going on and I'm willing to assume that I'm wrong about everything, 100, boom, through my process and system, how quickly can I crunch that data, that information, compartmentalize it, categorize it, sift through it, organize it, break it down into 50, okay, great, I'm back in again, 50, break that down, compartmentalize it, 25, break that down, compartmentalize it, 10, break that down even more, one, okay, one, that's the most important thing. So I'm going in reverse as opposed to, I believe when most people believe they know something and understand something, they've got it down to that one. They believe they know everything. So when they go into a new environment, they immediately point to or focus on that one thing in this brand new environment.
but they may be unaware that that one thing isn't the most important thing here. So my one thing was refining a process that gets me to the one thing as quickly as possible. And as I gain more experience with that, I can get, I can sift through everything and get to the one thing more quickly. So I can continue to go into new environments and new situations and new, yeah, experiences and take them in um, with as little bias as I possibly can. Now that there's still are, there is still bias in that process, but the part of the process is to, to check my bias along the way and to self-reflect and to acknowledge my bias and um, um, account for them and then adjust and learn and grow. And that's my process and that's what I do. And that's how I've been doing it for years and years and years. And um, yeah, great question, John, because most, I haven't been able to talk through that part of the process because I'm not sure what I would name that quite yet. Terry, information. This is basically what these organizations come to in terms of their systems and processes, and then they brand them or they patent them. And, uh, you know, uh, I believe great ideas should be shared and uh, execution of ideas is the most difficult part of the process. I believe what I've learned and how I've learned it and how I've earned the lessons of learning it is valuable. And I'm, I'm happy to share that with those of you who join in uh, on the show. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't believe that it should be a requirement that you pay for it. I believe that if you see the value in something, you should pay for it. Um, but it doesn't mean everyone has the currently has the money to pay for it. So there's the free financial literacy course as well too. So you could develop those skill sets on your own. Um, maybe start your own business, generate revenue or, or money and then in the future when you can pay and you believe that what we I've been sharing and been teaching has been of value to you you can compensate me in some capacity in the future that's why on the perfect soccer platform there's always a path to paying now which may which at the end of the day saves you time or you uh, work for yourself to earn whatever it is you're in search of or, or wanting for free so I think those of you who've already created a perfect soccer team membership uh, accounts have already gone through that process where you can go through, you can pay obviously for access to our platform or you can uh, work for yourself to get access for free. So there's no excuse and there is no, um, there is no barrier to entry other than the work you are, are or are not willing to do for yourself. And that's what it should be because um, it's meritocracy, right? Um, that's fair. That's equality. Um, let's see what we got here. So we got 10 more minutes. And okay, we've got a lot of questions that have come in. Let's see what we got here. There we go. Um, Ryan. Ryan, if uh, Ryan, it's uh, perfectsoccerskills.com slash login account slash login account. Uh, that will give you the opportunity to take the path that you want to choose 
now since I've updated that system, Ryan, I had not let you know about that yet. So no worries, bro. But speaking about Ryan, uh, Ryan had asked, what is your favorite move to create space for a shot on goal? Payton. Uh, my favorite, my favorite is just, uh, is just simple, uh, the faint. So, uh, step faint. So coming across the body so that the player has to lean with you. As soon as they lean, then you come and you come from the, come, uh, from outside the ball, outside shot. All you need is half a yard for a shot. I think, uh, too many players are trying to create the perfect angle, the perfect shot, create too much space. You're just wanting to have a separation of time to get your shot off. I think a player who is really great at doing that is uh, Bradley Wright Phillips. If you guys, um, if you guys have a chance, make sure you go check out some of his highlight videos and watch how simple move, how simple his movements are, um, and how quickly he can get a shot off in tight spaces. Many of his goals aren't even in the aren't even in the corner or anything. And you might wonder like, how is he's not even placing it in the corner, but it's getting, it's being scored. It's because when you create that separation and get the shot off quickly, uh, players are still like in their sequence, in their typical sequence, because they're used to players, you know, winding up and taking time and, and showcasing and highlighting what they're doing and where they're going um, that you can catch them off guard. So he's able and capable of slotting him in the corner if he needs to, but only if he needs to. Um, yeah, Montreal Impact meme said, who remembers uh, Bradley Wright Phillips' iconic belly for his 100th goal versus uh, belly, <laughs> Selly, celebration uh, against uh, uh, DC. Yeah, I think he scored his 100th goal against DC United um, and took off his shirt and had the 100 on the back. Uh, let's see. But yeah. Yeah, no, I'm 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 loving today and I'm loving seeing everybody who's who's joined in and and the questions that are coming in. Everybody the questions are starting to get high level. I'm happy to see it. A lot of the a lot of the questions I can tell that are coming in are are coming in from community members who have created themselves a perfect soccer team membership account, have been have read the book, read the other books, watched some of our uh our training videos, have been going through the training center reading the articles on the website and just improving and increasing their mental, excuse me, their mental strength and their soccer IQ. I'm even seeing everybody spam that hard button down there. And, uh, spam that hard button, everybody. Let me see, let me see that, uh, that energy, keep that energy up as we round into the last five minutes of the show here. Um, Oh, there we go. John Hollinger asked, when are, when are you and Sebastian Salazar going to have a talk with Hurt Gomez as a mediator? Uh, I, I, need the, I need the MSL army to start spamming Hercules Gomez, Solomon, uh, Andrew Weeby, uh, Charlie Davies, uh, who else? All these soccer talking heads who have been ignoring us for time now, 
pretending as though they don't see our community, pretending as though they don't see our comments, our questions, uh, spewing whatever it is that they want to spew without rebuttal, without giving anybody the opportunity to defend themselves. And uh, I think now's the time. I think now's the time where they'll, they'll listen because I think they're realizing they haven't been listening for a long time. And uh, that is a problem. Because you guys know they can't stop us. They can't. Ho, 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 ho. They're, I mean, they're trying to ignore us. They are, but we'll get through eventually. We'll get through. It's just a matter of time. And it will be the result of our community. Yeah, Connor Quincy for president. Uh, oh, get Earl on the live. Connor also said, get Earl on the live. I think Earl's been, uh, Earl just got back to training with DC United. Um, Yo, shout out Earl. He's been working his buns off. Been doing a lot of work um, during this uh, quarantine, especially. Man's is fit, dialed in, focused, and ready to attack the uh, the Orlando tournament and the rest of the season. Um, so I think they just they had training session today. It was their first day of training session. So. Um, He'll join in on the live here in the future. Man, all right. So we got two, three minutes. Oh, yeah, Earl said maybe next week. Uh, uh, Zuri, Zuri said, please answer my question. Zuri, I'm not seeing your question. Oh, ah, Zuri asked, will using a row machine help with explosive speed? It can. It just depends on the type of program that you're going through and like the speed at the speed at which you're you're doing the run machine. If you're just doing the run machine like consistency consistently at like a low at a low pace, I think that's more for endurance. But you can turn it up where the resistance there and do explosive uh, explosive circuits, so like supersets. Um, but again, it just depends on the program that you you've uh, designated and set up for yourself. Uh, Sabrina asks, how do you keep up with a player when they are bigger than you? Well, you just got to break them down mentally. Then you don't have to keep up. You, they have to keep up with you. And the way you learn how to break down players mentally is you tune into the Ask a Soccer Pro show every Thursday, 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST. And you download that MSL knowledge. But more importantly... Uh, if you don't know or you haven't started yet, head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash SSS. That's the three S's of self-awareness. Check out that uh, that talk I did at Bill Hamid's camp uh, last year. Les Beans joined on, when was that, episode 70 of the Ask Soccer Pro Show and shared what his personal experience has been since listening to that, um, to that talk. So... Um, uh, you can get a lot out of a short duration of time and the MSL mentality and the MSL mindset is a very condensed down, highly valuable uh, mental software update that you can uh, utilize to extract a lot of value from, but more importantly, contribute a lot of value to the system. Because we're here to over-deliver over value, everybody. Leave every exchange having given more than we received. That is the... 
That's part of the mission here at Perfect Soccer. 10 million self-sufficient, goal-oriented, focused, disciplined individuals. And I'm happy to have you guys joining in with me every single week to make that happen. Because you guys already know teamwork equals dream work. We've got a minute and a half here left, left, left on the live. I want to thank everybody for joining in, especially all the pros who dropped in, uh, said what's up, showed their support and their love. Uh, K23 Hampton giving me the mental, the mental emoji plus the the, the flex arms. Uh, Reese Puppy Cups dropping the I'm in your head emojis. Increase football I'm in your head emojis. Everybody spam that heart button. If you guys enjoyed today's episode, let me see them I'm in your head emojis. Let me know if you loved today's episode, you hated it, what you liked, what you didn't. I'm um, loving that everyone spam that heart button. Uh, John said teamwork equals dreamwork. Uh, we've got a minute left here. I make sure to share this live directly on the feed post show. Um, we'll be doing, I'll be doing giveaways for those of you who are leaving your comments from what you learned from today's, um, from today's episode in the comment section. I'll pick someone at random, send them some perfect soccer merch. So right when this is done, make sure you guys head over there, uh, leave your comment, share on your feed, let people know what you've taken away from from today's episode, um, tag me in that. So I reshare my, on my accounts. I appreciate everybody who's joined in. Your feedback is what I use to better uh, plan for future episodes, topics, ideas, and all that. And I really appreciate everybody joining in, consistency in the community. So with that said, I appreciate it. John, drop an I'm in your head. K23, I'm in your head. Heather, bye, everyone. See you next week. Thank you, Quincy, for the live today. I learned a lot. Loving that. Everybody, stay safe, and I'll see you here next week. Bye.